I am here with Bill Lee, Executive Director of the Gallup-McKinley County Chamber of Commerce, and the Mayor of Gallup, Louis Bonaguidi. Hello, gentlemen. Yeah, hello, Rachel. Hello, Rachel. Mm -hmm. Good to see you again. It's been a heck of a year. And Mr. Mayor, you came in running with uh, the lockdown of the city, and, and you've seen the virus fight continuing with uh, vaccinations expanding to the area, McKinley County, now in the upper echelons of the most vaccinated residents in the country. So for you, Mr. Mayor, how do you feel right now? Well, uh, of course, I'm, it's somewhat depressing uh, that uh, we have a variant that's coming back on us, but I really feel that our community basically has taken it on. They've taken it head first, and uh, uh, I, I notice that uh, people are wearing masks. They've always worn masks. You go into Albertsons, uh, regardless when, they're wearing masks, and yet in Albuquerque, you go to Albuquerque and nobody wears masks, you know. Uh, I feel like we've taken, you know, uh, we've taken the brunt of it. I don't think there's anybody in this community that hasn't been affected by this virus, whether it's uh, relatives, uh, friends, customers, uh, acquaintances. Uh, we've all been affected. So I think everybody in Gallup basically has taken it serious, and they're doing whatever they can to, to, to get over this situation. And the surrounding communities, the mm -hmm. Navajo Nation, among the first to get hit by the coronavirus and hit hard, and they have come back with a vengeance, as has mm -hmm. the Gallup area. You know, there was a major concern about the Native American. You know, this uh, vaccination, is it going to be against their culture? And I think they, they've proven that uh, uh, they're, they're, they're in for the fight. Now, get it over with. And for you, Bill, uh, over the last year, uh, your operations have had to change. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, um, not unlike every business that we represent through the Chamber of Commerce, you know, um, we were, um, of course, uh, forced to uh, go into uh, uh, an operation that was basically um, having my staff work from home, not an easy task considering the job of the Chamber, but we managed to pull it off and we did some good work throughout the uh, course of the pandemic. Um, extremely proud of our team and the work that we did and, and the, the assistance and help that we provided to small businesses. You know, we teamed up with the city. Um, Mayor Bonaguidi and his staff um, saw to it that um, those CARES Act funding grants went out to small businesses and were awarded in a timely, um, effective manner. Um, really tough to do when you're trying to move that amount of money from the federal government to the through city government and into the pockets of the private sector. But um, a really good plan was fostered and, and um, with the mayor's help, city council, um, we were happy to, to try and get some of those dollars into people's hands and businesses um, who desperately needed it. And now here we are on the backside of, of, of what was a, a pretty devastating time for small business. Um, and uh, we find ourselves still having to fight on a number of different fronts, right? As the mayor mentioned, we've got a new variant. Um, some concern over that, certainly. Um, and what might be out there. You know, there is some, some uh, I would say, um, some reluctance on the, on the part of small businesses to 
um, fully embrace this opening because we don't know if another closing is just around the corner, right? So there's some there's some hope there that um, with some of the things the governor has said that she would rather use the tools like making sure there's a mask mandate and um, certain vaccination mandates and that sort of thing going forward rather than closing our economy. That's that's hopeful for small businesses, but we just don't know what the future holds. The other side of that is um, the reluctance of, of folks to come back to work. Um, I'm sure Mayor sees it in his own mm-hmm. store, which he's been operating there at City Electric for, I don't know, <laughs> since I can remember. Um, uh, and and uh, um, so what we hear now from our business community is, is just the the struggle it is to try and get folks to come back to work and um, get our workforce back to the strength that it needs to be, um, because the the workforce is is uh, not as strong as it was before. Not as many people willing to come back to work for whatever reason, and there there could be hundreds of reasons out there. But um, we just know that people aren't returning to the workforce uh, the way that we'd hope they would, and that means the modification for businesses to operate. You know, some are cutting hours um, um, and making adaptations that uh, aren't necessarily always in the best interest of the consumer, and that, that makes it hard. Um, but, you know, Gallup has been resilient all along, and I think we'll continue to be resilient, and uh, we'll get through this. We'll get through this. I think both the CARES Act funding and the ARP funding have helped businesses to get through this period of, of pandemic uh, strife. Uh, but in addition, do you think that uh, that funding has helped a bit with things like uh, surviving the Coal Street Commons construction downtown, Mayor? Oh, very definitely. I mean, uh, the merchants on Coal Street uh, were were affected twice as, as as hard as any other areas, mainly because, uh, well, we had we had no choice to to do the Coal Street Commons, because either we use the money to to, to do it or we lose it. And uh, of course, when we started on this, of course, it was it was uh, right at the beginning, in in the middle of March, when uh, all businesses basically were shut down. Uh, and we hope that uh, you know it really wouldn't wouldn't hurt as well, bad, but like like Bill said, you know, uh, the chamber and the city work together, and I I've had a number of people tell me that uh, uh, the simplicity of of the the, the people working with the, the businesses, and and like say here in in the city of Gallup, that was one thing that was said over and over, how simple it was with working with the chamber and the city. In comparison to other cities and other counties, I mean, uh, uh, and I, I, I think Bill basically led that in that direction. But uh, yeah, Coal Street Commons, uh, those businesses were affected, and they, 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 they were, they got grants. Some of them got two grants, but it helped them stay away, stay alive, and that's the main thing. We don't, we can't afford to lose businesses in Gallup. A side issue of. Coal Street Commons and the renovation of downtown is that the one factor that's still there that people have commented on is the number of homeless who still hang around downtown and are still uh, going to be needing services, um, possibly impacting the business community. So you're working with the county, you're working with uh, law enforcement, you're working with uh, detox. 
uh, that's still a hard nut to crack, isn't it? It is, it is. I mean, we're in constant communication with the state. The state has helped us a lot in comparison to other communities. I mean, we have the Four Corners Detox Center now. We have the Lexington Hotel, and then we also have a number of motels, uh, wellness motels, basically, that we're putting people in. Uh, and, I mean, uh, during the virus, definitely. But for some reason, we seem to be accumulating more homeless. I don't know. I mean, my, 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 Gallup must be where they're planning. They, they come to. I, if I were going to be a homeless, I think I'd, I'd head for Hawaii or somewhere. <laughs> but for some reason, we seem to be accumulating more, you know, so. Who knows if it could ever become... Um a tourist attraction to see the the variety of uh, nightlife that we have here. Well, I I, I will say this. Uh, I know the mayor and council have recently taken bold steps um, on some of the more um, um, disheveled properties in our community along Highway 66, the the hotel properties that have been um, a nuisance for so long and have um, contributed to... um, not only um, the crime rate, but I also feel have also uh, uh, held up um, the, 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 the chronic alcoholism and drug abuse problems that we see with people um, because they were able to get into those hotels cheaply. And, and, um, and in some cases, um, we know that there was, you know, theft going on and things were being sold. And so they were able to cheaply acquire drugs or alcohol or whatever and um and then and then not seek help and so um it is as you said a tough nut to crack but so i know that there is uh, a double-edged sword there and i think the mayor and council are dealing with it but um by red tagging those buildings and and those hotels um so we've squeezed at one area and now it's going to come out at another area and so but I think the city's doing a relatively good job of anticipating that and has been working hard to um, clean it up all the way around. Um, and we do know that we've got some other issues that have sprung up out of this, but um, I have uh, recently had meetings with uh, city council, and uh, I know the mayor hasn't been brought into it yet, but I'm sure he's been apprised uh, through the city manager, city attorney. We're talking about um the uh, level of crime that's going on in the city and and we're working with law enforcement um, we've got a meeting scheduled with our district attorney here i'm going to be talking with her about it and um, we're going to find solutions we're going to find solutions that make sense um you know and when it comes to those who are out on the streets what we know is um it, it is tough to deal with because what we're talking about is mental illness um, uh, jails aren't equipped to deal with that. Um, we don't have a great deal of services in our community to deal with it. Thankfully, as the mayor mentioned, we've got Santa Fe Recovery now um, and a couple of others that are working with medical detox. And um, thank goodness we've still got NCI because um, that still provides some level of security. So um, there are a number of issues that all have to come together and be addressed and, and solved. But um, I think I think we've got good people working at every turn to try and make our community better. I mean, I, I don't think there's anybody on city staff or on city council that doesn't want better for our community. And, you know, um, sometimes you have to make really tough decisions. Sometimes they work out, sometimes they don't. 
And Louis, do you have anything to add on to that? Well, uh, yes. I mean, what what he's bringing out is definitely a, a, a problem with within our in within our community. And at the same time, looking at it from the point of view of the police department, we uh, uh, a community this size, twenty five thousand people, should have roughly thirty police officers. We have basically openings for sixty, and we haven't been able to 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 fill the ranks. And at this point, we also have seven in the academy. So basically, out of the 60, we're working with 53 officers. And these guys are putting in the time. And, you know, and we get a lot of calls. Why aren't you guys doing this? Well, wait a minute. We can't patrol the whole community constantly. We can do what we can do. We really need some help from outsides, not, not other police department, from the people themselves. You know, they have to be more vigilant. They have to be a little, little, little more conscientious of what's around them. But also report to the police. You know, if there's a crack house in your neighborhood, let us know. You know, I mean, let's, I don't know, maybe we ought to throw a barbecue out in front of their house. If anything, <laughs> let everybody know, hey, well, this barbecue's for you, you know. I mean, but like I say, we, we, need, we need support from the community to make it worthwhile. Well, and, and as you said, Mayor, I mean, so... You're basing that number of police officers on population, right? Right. And well, what we know is that our police department, on average, what 150 calls a day, something like that. It's 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 absolutely incredible. And so, what we're going to advocate for is that um, we get some kind of study that d- done that says let's not base this on population, but let's base it on the number of calls. Now that doesn't solve things because the city still has to find a way to get the money to recruit police officers. Exactly. Um, and in this day and age, I can tell you, there's not a lot of people out there who want to be a police officer. So well, it, it, it's a tough nut, as you said, it's a tough nut to crack. These are these are these are tough problems that require lots of thought. And um, you know what? What I admire is that we're actually taking a swing at the plate, right? So. Maybe we're not hitting hitting the ball out of the park every time, but at least um, I think we're taking some actions that that make sense, and hopefully will turn out to be positive. Exactly. Well, you know, just uh, last week in the Albuquerque Journal, there was a, a column that talked about the police department in Albuquerque. They're paying they're they're paying certified police officers fifteen up to fifteen thousand to sign up. You know, and Gallup, uh, our wages are. Or minimum, you know. I mean, we we try to pay the pay the police officers as best we can. In fact, uh, six months ago, I can say our opening is for 60 officers. At one point, it was 65, and uh, Chief Boyd came to us and said, "Look, if I cut it down to 60, the budget for 60 instead of 65, can I take the budget from those five officers that were doing and pay it to the officers?" And the council approved it, and we did. You know. But we still, we're still, we're in the, it's a world of competition, you know. I mean, when Albuquerque's paying up to 15000 to sign up, you know, as an officer, if I'm going to be a police, if a person is a police officer, he's in it for, also for, for his livelihood as, to make as much money as he can for his family. So we're, it's, a, it's a very competitive world at this point. I have one last question, just kind of a follow-up. We mentioned uh, addressing the needs of the whole community. Certainly, uh, the mayor's office, the city council, the bid, uh, the 
arts and cultural district, all very focused on downtown, but uh, both the chamber and the mayor's office and the city council have to address the needs of the whole community as well. Absolutely. So, so how do you apportion? How do you um, prioritize the needs of the whole community versus downtown? Well, you know, of course, Main Street is, uh, is, is dedicated more or less to downtown. BID is a special assessment district paid for by businesses downtown. But even then, the director of the business improvement district is doing whatever he can. If, if a business is interested in Gallup, I mean, uh, we don't really care if it goes downtown or if it goes to the mall. We are basically more interested in getting businesses in Gallup. Uh, Gallup is, you know, is still a great business town. In fact, uh, conversations I've had with other mayors throughout the state, uh, you know, what we've—it's a this is a vibrant town compared to Silver City or Almogordo or anywhere else, and yet uh, uh, entrepreneurs are reluctant, you know. And of course, the first thing is well, we have the casino, but then the other ones is Walmart. How do you compete with Walmart? You know, uh, so. Yeah, where my intention is, I'd love to see it within my term of four years. I'd like to see at least forty new businesses in this community. Maybe put that down, maybe ten a year. Anywhere in the community. Anywhere in the community. Yeah, so you know, we are the Gallup McKinley County Chamber of Commerce, and so uh, we feel what's good for Gallup is good for the county, and vice versa. What's good for the ca- uh, good for the county is good for Gallup. You know, it it works both ways. Um, but we want to see growth and expansion um, across our community, um, whether it's in the city or in the county. What we know is that um, it will bring um, revenues, um, tax dollars um, to provide more police officers, to provide better services and um, a, a more um, a vibrant community. And, and again, as, as, as the mayor pointed out, you know, uh, we do have it better than a lot of folks um, within our surrounding area. And so we're thankful for that. But what we have to do is not rest on our laurels. We have to keep swinging for the fences. we got to try and find those new businesses that want to start up and create opportunities and, and bring more uh, vibrancy to our, to our area. And I think, I think we're getting there. I, and there's a lot of people working on a lot of good things. You know, um, there's the Greater Gallup Economic Development uh, Group. They're working on a lot of big projects right now that uh, I think will be meaningful um, those things are primarily taking place out in the county, but um, they mean more tax revenue and dollars to our city ultimately. So as, as the mayor said, wherever it falls, as long as it's kind of within our borders, um, we're going to feel pretty good about it. I've been speaking with uh, Bill Lee, executive director of the Chamber of Commerce, former manager of McKinley County, and Mayor Louis Bonaguidi. Thank you so much, gentlemen. Thank you.